Hi, this is Walter Erschmidt speaking on the Walter Schmidt Show one more time. I'm the award-winning author on the book on Superyacht Sales. Today, I have a very, very, very special guest. His name, Matthias Duverl. As you can hear, it's not a typical English name. It's not a typical German name. No, it's a French name. But he speaks perfectly English, so that's why I have him on the show as well. Otherwise, I would be lost with the French that I still know from Switzerland. Very welcome. I'm honored to have you here, a captain of a large yacht. He will talk a little bit more about that later on. Thank you, and I appreciate that you have taken your time. Welcome, Matthias. How are you? Good evening, Walter. I'm fine. Thank you for having me tonight. I'm very fine, actually. It's been a lovely week in Monaco, Grand Prix. Bit noisy, though, but uh, yes, things are fine. Great. I mean, you mentioned Monaco. I'm a little bit jealous because I'm a Switzerland. I prefer to, to be in Monaco right now because I know Monaco as well, but not from the time when it's not a yacht show. I want to know a little bit about you. Who are you? What is your background? What is your actual work that you did, that you do? And what is it looks like in the near future? Originally, I'm from the Merchant Marine. I was trained in France 20 years ago and started sailing on container vessel around the world for a little bit less than 10 years. This took me in South America, Africa, uh, Southeast Asia, uh, Northern Europe, a little bit everywhere. And 10 years ago, I switched to the yachting industry. Also a, a trained engineer, so I started mostly in the engine room for um, a few years and then got offered a captain position thanks to my dual training in deck and engine and ended up being a captain now on a, on a super yacht based in Monaco. And uh, yeah, so that, that's where we are today. Astonishing uh, to me because, you know, it's the career of becoming a captain. There are so different ways to become one, but obviously you are not only a captain, but you have worked in, in other marina areas and you went all over the world. So the experience is tremendously that you gathered in this time and also as an engineer. And um, may I ask what kind of engineering that you are into? Well, I was by training a chief engineer on, uh, on yachts, but uh, I'm, I'm also passionate about technologies and, and new technologies. We, we started working on, on software projects a few years back. And I think that's the, uh, the other part of my, uh, my activity that is now going to be my main career, I hope for the next few years. And we, we have started a, a company around a, a software project um, that is at the, we have started that project that is a software platform uh, where we, we offer some tools for the, the yachting industry, mainly the, the, the charter part of the yachting industry. I think we, we identified some needs in terms of contracting, uh, legal issues, and we started this project three years back. We created a software that, where we wanted to, uh, to solve some uh, legal issues that the charter market is facing in the yachting industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, we created the tools for, for all the professionals of the yachting industry, whether they are brokers, managers, uh, captains, and a very collaborative tool where they can draft contracts, where they can um, 
calculate uh, all the all the tax aspect of the commercial operations of the yachts. So this is something very new on many uh, for many reasons. Uh, first, because this is this is a tool that we we wanted to be collaborative between companies. As you know, uh, the the charter market or, or any any commercial aspect of the yachting industry is highly competitive, and and people tends to work in their corner and, and uh, afraid of collaborating with other brokers or with other companies. And this is uh, very specific to the yachting industry, at least at this level. And, and we created this platform to be, to be very neutral and to be a meeting point between the, the professionals so, so that, that they would have a neutral ground ready where they could meet and work together. So that's actually something as a tool for the professionals, not for a, a client who wants to charter a boat, but for those who run all the back office work to prep for preparation, legal issues, doesn't matter where it is or what it is, so that we cover up with this program actually every need that is specifically to a certain size of your place where it will be in terms of charter and every else aspect that is included in that is does, does that summarize a little bit this program that you have created? Yes, exactly. And you mentioned something that's very important is we, we don't do it so that the client can charter his yacht. We, we, because one very fundamental aspect of, of what we do is that the, the, the whole concept is centered around the human. I think the human is what brings a lot to this industry, okay? Whether it's the captain on board, the stewardess on board, every crew member on board actually, or the broker when they interact with their clients, those are the people who makes the difference. And I don't think we can replace that by any software. I think that what we are offering in the yachting industry, which is a very specific product, a bespoke product, a luxury product for our clients, what brings value are the people behind. And we want to keep that. We want to remove the difficulties. We want to solve issues that those people are facing so, they can, so that they can concentrate on what their job is really about. And most of the time, it's about interacting with other people. We come up to a very important topic, which is communication, which is internally, externally, written, verbally, so there are many ways and channels on how to communicate anything or everything. And this program to me sounds like it solves a lot of problems that still exist in other places which they don't use a program in regard of the content, what is important, and why it is important, how you cover it up legally also with legal issues that avoids to have discussions within human beings. They obviously different have different minds, different thinkings, different understandings. And it sounds like that saves a lot of time, troubles, and therefore also, of course, the financial part, money. That, that is the objective. That is the objective. What, what we like to call our little niche of an industry, the legal tech, which means that we solve legal issues with technology. And really, most of the people are not reversed into uh, the legalities of what they are doing when they are not the specialist. I mean, if you talk to a lawyer, obviously there are, 
But if you talk to a captain, if you talk to a broker or a yacht manager, the legal aspect is not really what they're passionate about. We want to solve that. We want to give them more time to dedicate to what they do best. It's very unique that someone like you, obviously a, a passionate captain of a super yacht of the, the last years, what, what was it that leads you go into that direction to solve, solve a problem in, uh, I would say, pretty much AI oriented way in the technology? What was that? Was it something that was always in your mind, always part of your life, being interested in technology to follow up? Or what was it that brought you to the idea to create something like that? One part of it is that I try to live all those lives that I missed. <laughs> and I, at some point, I think I wanted to go into maritime law. And at some point, I wanted to go into computer science. And, and actually, this, this, uh, this project is connecting all those patients with an industry I've been working in for the past 10 years. And, and with the background from the, the merchant marine where everything is very organized, very optimized, just identified a few issues, problems, things that needed solving. Mm -hmm. And I think I also have the passion to try and solve problems. <laughs> and and we, we, when we started the project, we didn't think really about the commercial value of the whole ID, the software the company. We, think, we really started it by thinking, oh, there is this problem that we want to solve. There is this issue in the industry, the things that need to be improved. And, and we, we were thinking, oh, but we know how to do it. We have an idea about uh, how to do it. And, and we worked on it. It was much harder than what we thought at the beginning, actually. But we made it. We offered a solution to the industry. And, and now it's there. It's, it's the platform. Awesome, awesome. Well, what, what's the name of this platform? And this is already running? Yes. So the platform is called Volcan, and it's up and running. It's open to all professionals of the industry, and they, they can start using it right now. How, how do you pronounce it exactly? How, how do you spell it? So that's Volkgang, W-O-L-F-G-A-N-G, uh, uh, dot pro. Okay. Um, just like the first name, Volkgang. Okay, cool. Because also for those who look here, not only listening, they will find that you will find here some links, some, some information that you can get to this awesome, obviously really time-saving, money-saving, and problem-saving website that you should go on. And now I have this question, Matthias. It is about computer programming and all this stuff. And also you started not because you have in mind making money with it, but you wanted to solve a problem that you realized that there is a problem, that there is an issue. And obviously it was not too easy at all to start with. A lot of entrepreneurs start like that, not focused on the money, but focus on serving the people. Now, in this regard, as the yachting industry is, as you mentioned, a luxury, it's not a necessity, it is a luxury. You don't need it, but you, if you want to have it, you can have it. But what is it that makes it so important to use it? What's the uniqueness about that program 
why exactly should people use this platform? The end idea of the platform today is that it provides access to a certain type of contract. They're called the cruise contract or the transport contract. And they can be used in France and Monaco. And they offer the clients lots of benefits and value in terms of uh, less TVA to be paid, duty-free fuel that they, they cannot access anymore with a charter contract. And why was it so important that we, we developed this platform to use those contracts? It's because the contract without the platform are very difficult to access for a broker. They are difficult to draft. They are difficult to, to maintain along the cruise. And what Wolfgang does, it allows any broker without the, back, the, the background, without the knowledge of uh, calculation of a route of the calculation of the fuel consumption or, or the tax of the cruise contract, Wolfgang will calculate all that for the broker. Because what happened is the broker, they need to be able to, to, to answer their clients directly. If their clients ask them, how much will it cost me? They need to give an answer. And without Wolfgang, they could not give an answer. And if they, they were not able to offer those cruise contracts in France, the price, the end price for the, the charter last year went up 10% mm-hmm. overnight because of legal uh, a change in the tax status of the charter contract. And so going back on the, the why, we consider that if you have such a price hike for the client, you will ultimately lose clients. What we wanted to do is to try and maintain the market or even better, get more people on the market, on the charter market or on the cruise market or yachts. And it, you needed to, to answer all those, all those questions. You had to close all those loops. You want the, the client to still have better price to, to do his cruise. You needed the, the software, you needed the contract, you needed all that. And that's that's what we tried to do with, with Volcan. Obviously, it works very well. Otherwise, it wouldn't be up and running and used already pretty much. We're going to talk about that after the interview because I have some ideas I want to tell to you. But in terms of that one, also the whole situation right now, as you know, with the corona and uh, restrictions and all this stuff, and a lot of people are home or have home office and can't work or it is everything much more difficult have you had somehow a an advantage a disadvantage or a neutrality in terms of the software and the programming and uh, progress i'll be honest it's been very hard because we launched commercially just before last season uh, we had been running one season as a beta version with uh, some uh, some brokers, some owners on their yachts. So we had that season experience and we were up and ready to run last season. And then Corona hit. We fared last season pretty decently and we are ready up and running again for this season and we hope it will be better. Uh, I think it's been, it's been hard for everybody in the industry. It's it's also been hard because at the moment, a lot of brokers are so desperate to actually get up and running, get signed some charter that they, they are not 
obviously uh, ready maybe to try something new mm-hmm. and and it's difficult to get their attention when they're they are really for some of them they are they're really fighting for their survival after almost a blank season so it's been very challenging but the decision that we took regarding Wolfgang was to to use that time to uh, keep developing new tools and and add new uh, new functionalities uh, for the next season so we used that time well and uh, we, what, what we try to do is to be here for the industry when it's ready to restart. I think you just hit the button on the right time, on the right moment, because it really sounds like you are absolutely ready for the next step into that when Corona is passed. So I think I have a feeling like you just have the right spot on it as the yachting industry, you have heard there is a lot of sales is going on. The charters, they are just waiting until people can travel again with a little bit reduced restrictions. I think there is a huge wave, a positive wave is coming up. So your system will help a lot of people. It's my guess, and I'm sure about that. But it always needs something more like in the communication and how to transfer knowledge, know-how, and building relationships. Now, in terms of being trained or getting coaching, what is, in your personal opinion, how important do you see coaching in the yachting industry? I think coaching and training and professionalism are, are very important. I think that every at every level of the yachting industry, there's a real need for more professionalism and more training. Altogether, the yachting industry is young. I mean, we can see real big yachts have been around for 30 years, more or less, which is not much if you compare it to the shipping industry or the military or even the fishing industry. If you If we talk about the sea, well, let's say in that uh, area. So the yachting industry in itself is pretty young, but it is an industry in itself, and it's still building its own standards, its own history, its own culture. And I, I, I really believe that there is still a need for everyone on us, whether on board or ashore, to to train and learn more there is there is always this this need to to learn more and to be more professional because we are offering we are really supposed to offer a very high level of service and there's there there are high expectation from the clients which is normal considering what they pay and well let's say for the 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 yacht part for the sailors we are not all often very good communicator and in a yachting, it's all, uh, this is also a service industry. We, we are in, in contact with the clients. There is a real need to, to be open and smiling and carry that, that, that atmosphere that will make the, the time of the client enjoyable on board. So yes, I think there's a need, uh, there's need for, for, for coaching. There's need for better communication. Uh, there's need for better training. The, the yachting industry can only benefit from, from all that. Okay, got it. Well, in respect of your company that you have built up now, very new, where do you see yourself in the next two years? That is a good question. 
do, do you want to, to know where I hope I will be or <laughs> a more realistic answer? I really think that if we manage to uh, convince the yachting industry that competitors uh, need to collaborate, they need to collaborate together and, to, and they need also to optimize their process. They need to concentrate on the clients. They, they need to concentrate on the client's needs and improve their offer and use the tools that we provide them to improve their offer. We can be very successful. And that's what, that's what I hope because we have so many ideas of new tools and new services that we could also provide to the, to the whole industry. And we really want to, to be able to, to keep developing, to keep improving uh, Wolfgang as a platform, as an offer of service to our users. I hope that we'll, be, we'll keep growing. We, we really want to keep developing and, and keep solving problems. Every time we see something, every time we talk to a client and, and they, they have so many ideas and say, oh, you should do that, we should do that. And we have this issue. And the list goes on and on. And we've got this, this huge backlog of issues that we want to solve. So I think those two years ahead, that's that. That's us working hard, solving more problems for the industry, because that's what we do. We, we are providing a service with Wolfgang. I think based on your experience on your past and also your interest in, in the development, I think that ensures the success of this platform and the company as such, because there is so much to evolve on a daily basis, as you say as well, because every day there are new ideas comes up, new issues that have to be solved. And typically what I observed in the yachting industry that if there are problems coming up, that it is pretty hard for a lot of people to find a solution. Maybe this is because it's pretty new, as you said, about 30 years, it's like we talk about super yachts, and this is very new. So it's really a huge opportunity that comes up, not only for you company, but for other companies as well who work in the yachting industry. Now, by saying that, what is your best advice for a company that either way comes new in the yachting, into the yachting industry or is already in the yachting industry and want to evolve and maybe pivot us a little bit also into the new area? What would be your best advice? I would say open up. Open up to the world. Open up to new ideas. I think uh, the yachting industry is young and yet so conservative in the way it operates. Mm -hmm. This is astounding to see that the ways of doing business in the yachting industries have barely moved in the last 30 years. I think COVID was a stark reminder that we need to be able to do business differently also. I think it allowed a lot of companies to start considering different ways of interacting with their client base or their potential clients. I think the yachting industry has a capacity to duck and cover when there, there's an issue coming or you know, try and avoid the problem altogether uh, instead of facing it. It's easy because so many companies are offshore, yachts can move. So you don't really want to take the time to consider a local issue or you don't want to 
you know, take up arms and try to confront the problem really and, and lose time doing it. Mm-hmm. First, because, well, it takes some energy and because a lot of companies do not want to collaborate with each other, well, they don't have that energy to dedicate to fighting issues uh, or solving problems because uh, not one company can solve everything for the whole industry, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and there needs to be more collaboration between uh, the yachting companies. That's one thing. And, and yes, they, they take the easy path. And well, when, when they face a problem, they try to find a, you know, their way around. And, but the problem is still there. And there are a lot of things in the industry that have been here around for 10, 15 years, not been solved because nobody really took the time to, to, to act on it. You mentioned a very important topic that you addressed as well, which is environmental protection. How important do you see that and how would you address or can you address and support this part in the yachting industry? I think that is one of those problems that the, the industry has been really avoiding to talk about and only scrap the surface. I think we have a real duty in the yachting industry to address environmental issues. Uh, the yachting industry, because it's not a necessity, should be exemplary because we have the means and we, have, we, we are working with people who have the means to at least dedicate a little bit of that capacity mm-hmm. uh, to, to solving that issue or at least to reduce their impact. Environmental issues should have been solved within the yachting industry already, I'll say. And you can tell that a few people are working on it. Few people are really interested in finding uh, innovative solution or going back to very old um, a solution like sailing. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is an easy one, but we, we know that the yachting industry has an impact. It has, an, well, carbon impact, as an environmental impact uh, on the seabed when we anchor and we need to address those issues. And we have not been part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. We, we, have, we have been left aside from the discussion and, and blindsided because part of it is, is our fault. Uh, the, the fact that there's not enough union within the yachting industry to find some representatives to discuss issues with governmental bodies, uh, environmental protection societies, etc., keeps us in the mind. And we, we, we have that issue, that pressing issue in France at the moment uh, with Anchorage and the protection of Posidonia. And a lot of the industry is just waking up now that all the laws have been passed and that we see the nautical chart with all those boundaries and areas where we cannot anchor anymore. And we start to ask, oh, but how are we going to operate next season? because all those anchorage grounds are no-go areas now. And we have been trying to, to, to notify companies, uh, groups, representatives to take action, but there was, there was a, a lack of concern from the industry before the actual laws were passed, before the actual decrees were published. This is, this is a real concern to me that the that the industry lack reflex of uh, even self preservation because these decrees they have impact 
on the industry, on our capacity to operate. Do you think that has to do also partly with being not really aware of what's going on and what the impact is in the long term? Yes, there are, there are two things here. Yes, the industry lacks the awareness of what is going on on the legal side or political side uh, in many countries where it operates. People do not often speak the language, the, the local language, so they don't follow all the news, local news, and they, they don't know ahead of time about some laws that are being worked on and then passed. That is an issue. But I don't believe that nowadays people are not aware of environmental issue in general. Mm. I mean, everybody knows about it. Everybody knows that there is at least some concern about the status of the oceans, of the, the areas where we are working. It is, there is always a, a problem with ocean conservation, which is we don't see it directly. The surface of the water is, is, is nice and, and can be hopefully clean and clear. And you don't think about the life that's underneath. You often forget about the seabeds, all those plants that we need, all those fish that needs to be there. And we, we tend to forget. We tend to forget a bit. But there are real pressing issues nowadays with ocean conservation. And we need to address it and we have the means to participate. So that's a huge issue actually to address in general in the yachting industry, no matter where it is, no matter what size of the yacht it is, but just that everybody should focus more on what is the impact and what can you do to avoid it or at least reduce it for the moment unless there is a final solution for it, which is obviously not the case right now, but it's something that a lot of people can work on it as well. So, and I think as well, your program might be a part of an upcoming new project. Who knows? Because there are so many legal issues, so many contracts that need to be done and has to have these connections to these different, whatever it is, countries or laws or people or technical parts as well. So there is a huge huge demand for that. That I think as well still that some people, even if they know about that, they need more like a push to awaken, to not only know about, but also to maybe think more about what can they do for it. Now, what is your part that you could present or deliver or support to people who are interested to make more in terms of the environmental protection? There are a lot, a lot that anybody can do. And I think, well, you, you Anybody that gets interested in, in taking some action can actually choose what they are more interested into. As for me, one project that we started three years ago and we still try and push for that one to do more is to start collecting data for weather organizations. So in our case, we worked with Meteo France, which is the, the governmental body for uh, meteorology, meteorological data in, in, in France. And we work with them to take on board uh, yachts, very small basic instruments that uh, just transmit pressure measure, measurement along our, our cruising. Yeah. And even those very little uh, data gathering is very useful for them because it improves their model, it improves their research in terms of global warming, uh, climate evolution. 
And this is just a small participation. So this is this is like a very active, very active action. You can also consider mitigating your uh, your impact. We know that we are using a lot of fuels on board yachts. There are ways to to reduce the carbon impact of a yacht, or at least to mitigate it. And I think it is it is very urgent that we consider in a yachting industry to uh, to work on that mitigation or, or reducing those impacts voluntarily because for most of us the rules and regulations will come very late being private or being under a certain tonnage so we it has to be voluntary and and i think uh, that the yachting industry need to understand that if we don't act now when um, we will be facing local population, governmental bodies that will ask, what are you, what is your impact on our cost? On what is your impact on, on our local grounds? And, and our answer needs to be a positive answer. We need to be able to say that we are bringing commercial activity, we are bringing tourism, and we are not destroying. We are not destroying our anchor ground. We are not polluting the air. We we need to show that we have a we 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 bring a, a net positive impact on the uh, on the local place where we are. But that's a whole other story that we could talk about for hours and days, which would be a little bit too much, but very important to talk about as well. So there you have it, a lot of information, not only technical part, also environment protection and yachting needs and issues. And now I want to, because we have time already is running out, we need to come to an end, unfortunately for this time at least. And I want to give you the last words to the audience. What else do you have to say in short to the listeners? Well, I, I think, and, and what I wanted to say to, to, to conclude the interview is I'm very happy that I switched to the yachting industry 10 years ago because this is such a wonderful industry that has so much to offer. And there, there, there is so much to do in, in, in this industry. It keeps me motivated every day. But I think that we have to, to really be conscious about what's outside. There, there are lots of things that we can improve, whether it's on our environmental impact or the way we work within the industry. And I think if we do that, we could also, we could actually convince a lot of people that could be clients, owners, mm -hmm. and are not at the moment because they don't really find uh, within the yachting industry something that resonates with them we, we we could really improve that aspect we could really create new products to offer within the yachting industry well thank you very much this is very valuable as well extremely important to know and to hear about but thank you very much matthias was thank, really thank you very much Walter. and i appreciated your time that you spent for me and for the listeners and Bye. of course you will find any information about this project or actually the program in here in the entire presentation and interview 
because you don't want to miss out that you know where to go if you want to charter or actually are in the charter business that you get uh, probably one of the unique most unique program that exists if not even the only one on the world at the moment take advantage use it and stay safe matthias have a wonderful day evening in monaco time and stay safe as well thank you very much thank you walter thank you for having me this was the walters schmidt show one more time we see us next time take care stay safe and always be happy in the yachting industry, but think about the environmental protection as well.